Oh, let's see here. Hitting the record button. Get those nerds. That is going to happen in a second. We're going to get yelled at. Everybody promises, ready? promises. Everybody ready? We got a green light. Uh oh. There's the green light. Plug your ears. Time for Nerd! the Get those nerds! Yes, good morning. Oh, look at that. He's still rocking out my partner, oh. Michael Deeb in San Francisco. Look at that guy over there. Uh, I am John Polnick, and this is Bid Nerd, your daily nerd out of the most interesting cars of the day and all the automotive enthusiast auction sites, including Bring a Trailer, Cars and Bids, Car Market, <laughs> Hemmings, Rad for Sale, and whoever else has an auction site. Yes, that yeah. is our mantra. <clears throat> we pick the cars so you don't have to. And then uh, we just nerd out about them. I tell you what we think they're going to sell for. Uh, you know, we just do all the predictions we make. All, we just we get, it's like a, it's like a beautiful mind. Remember that movie um, with <laughs> Russell Crowe with all I the do. with yeah. all the um, all the yeah. equations floating around in space around his head. Um, That's right. The only difference between that and us is all the equations are just wrong and they're written in crayon. Uh, yeah. So don't and, listen and to neither, our numbers. Neither one of us is beautiful. <laughs> that is true. Uh, oh, but, uh, man. Well, you know, so here's what we do. We we pick a bunch of cars because there's, I don't know, how many millions of cars are there for sale in all these auction oh, sites? There's literally... It's out of control. A few hundred of them, right, uh, that are going to yeah. hit the auction block today. So we sort through them all. We find the most interesting ones. We talk about them, and then we make predictions. And the first thing we do on every single episode is we go back and we check our predictions from the day before um, to see just how wrong we are. And that is <laughs> what we do generally is just we're constantly wrong about everything so don't take our advice on anything <laughs> other than to hit the notification button the subscribe button and tell a friend that the bid nerds are out here and uh you know you're a nerd so tell all the other nerds that uh you know here it is hang out with the bid nerds what's up michael <laughs> deeb how you doing i gotta put the little logo on the bottom i forgot to hit that button there i am i'm officially exist now yeah hey, look at that you're a bid nerd we I'm need some bid nerd swag right we were just talking that, Let's about go, that before man. we got on I'm air waiting for my my gray trucker hat with the acid green Bidner's logo. I'm I'm down, man. I can't wait. Yeah, buddy. Uh, that it's, is uh, going to happen very soon, I'm sure. All right. Well, let's get to uh, let's let's get right into the cars. I mean, nobody wants to hear us jibber jabber because who cares? Nobody cares. Honestly, not even the, we're just not even Patootie. Jack Patootie's, Patootie's on the floor going, "Come on, guys, roll it along. Let's go." She's right Keep here going. going. Yeah, yeah. She's like, I don't "Yeah, really want to talk to you people. Why are you bothering me?" <laughs> you know, every time you hold her up, she looks right at the right microphone. At the microphone. Like, yeah, she's she, gonna, she looks right at it. So we're there, dude. Look, nope, she's yeah. like not having it. How about how about the camera? There it is. There, nope, she's looking. She's like, "Screw you, people." All right. Yeah. The, the mastermind behind the operation, ladies and gentlemen, Patootie. She is the producer. Um, Patootie Polnick. That is right. All uh, <laughs> right. Uh, let's get to some cars. So yesterday we talked about a bunch of crazy cars. Don't uh, call it a comeback. I, uh, I've been doing poorly, uh, last week in the first couple of days, but, uh, yesterday I had yesterday a decent good. showing. I mean, it yeah. was, it wasn't like you a dominate or anything like that, but, yeah, uh, you won the day. Yeah, it was good. Oh yeah. We did all right. What, all right. What, what did we start with? It was all convertibles, but did we start with the, oh, the Jeep. Remember the CJ five? Yeah, we started with the CJ five. That the is 1980s the CJ five. 
uh, which is really cool. So somebody took this old CJ5 and basically color changed it and interior changed it. They restored it to like their two favorite variants, right? So it's a golden eagle, black with the, uh, you know, Burt Reynolds flaming chicken on the hood. It's got gold wheels. And then they did the Levi's interior. Uh, and neither one of us knows for certain if they ever made a Levi's version of the golden eagle. But uh, cohesively, this car works because it's black with gold trim. It has beige interior. This one has the larger of the three engine variants with the uh, 304 or 306 V8, whatever that cubic inch V8 is. It's basically five liters. It is a four-speed manual car, and it looked to be in really nice condition, as if to suggest either the restoration was recent or after the restoration, this car never really drove off-road. It looks really new. Um, so anyways, uh, this thing made quite the showing yesterday, and I predicted it would hit 33 you were a little bearish on this particular car and bet under me at 32. And lo and behold, on BAT, this car brought a whopping $38,500 wow. JP. So let me ask you, with all your cheap knowledge, were we close or was this result so big that uh, it's it's actually shocking to see that this thing, you know, restored color change CJ5 brought almost 40 grand yesterday. That is bonkers. I mean, it is, isn't it, right? I mean, it's absolute freaking bonkers. And, you know, I love these, but for nearly 40 grand, not a, I mean, holy cow. This one is too nice to get muddy. And if you own one of these, you have to use it for what it's for. Um, being that this one is not original. I mean, if it were all original and it was in this condition, Okay, now you're talking oh, about a collector item, yeah. right? But this yeah, is yeah, yeah. a you know a restoration, a reproduction. Um, yeah. So it's, I guess someone's going to take this to car shows or something. I guess I, I, I know it's 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 weird to think that this is the equivalent of somebody taking an old F body and making a Carrera RS, but this is an evocation of a particular model, and, and yeah. somebody just made it out of thin air. So it's hard to believe it brought money that's as strong as a real one would bring. Yeah, yeah, it's very cool Jeep. Um, honestly, for my money, I'm getting a CJ7. The CJ5s have a shorter wheelbase, which does help them kind of crawl over stuff. Uh, but I just like the the overall usability of a CJ7 better. But that's personal preference. It's kind of like G body versus long hood, I suppose. Um, I yeah, haven't seen in I haven't you know I haven't seen in the Jeep world that you know like in Porsche the long hoods the older ones are worth way more uh, than the G bodies. Right. Right. I have not seen that uh, when it, it comes to CJ5s versus 7s. The 7s typically are worth more. But, but let me ask you, do we see that when we talk about like uh, Defenders? Uh, well, I don't know. I mean, Defenders really haven't changed the overall look over the years, well, right? I mean, there's kind of the ones from the 60s, 70s, and then there's the one from the 90s that bring ridiculous money. Well, yeah, the but the, the, the series, yeah, the series ones and twos before they were actually called Defenders, there's just uh -huh. more of, and um, there's just gajillions and gajillions of them, and most yeah. of them in country are right hand drive, so they're not worth all that much. Um, right. Whereas the Defenders of North America, they didn't bring in that that many so there's which is why the prices up. remain so high right if porsches yeah. were the same way where there are just tons and tons and tons of long hoods and very few g bodies then it'd be a different story but that's just not you know the way it was so um, Interesting. 
Yeah, but uh, I don't know. Yeah, the 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 Jeep CJ5s versus the CJ7, uh, it's going to be very it's going to be something to be looking at here in the future. Are we going to see a bunch more Jeeps? I suspect we're going to see, you know, CJs coming out of the woodwork now with this one bringing nearly 40. That's just bonkers. 40 grand for a for a paint job. That's just wild, yeah, man. That's details, like putting yeah. off-road tires on a Cayenne and getting twice as much as regular value. Yeah, well, there you go. I don't know what kind of idiot would do that. Oh, wait a second. Um all right, let's move yeah. on to the what else did we talk about yesterday? repeat offender well it was all convertibles jp so we jumped yes. over to cars and bids to look at this 1996 honda civic del sol and i am really upset to, to this result really kind of ticked me off i said 4500 and you said you know what this one's really not that bad and you bet over me at five grand this car sold for $5,700. I, I just think that is all the money for that car. I really did not agree with you on that. I thought that car was a little rougher than you did. Uh, but the audience on cars and bids disagreed yeah. with me and agreed with you. So I uh, sit corrected I, again for the second time. We are going to see that car again. That car is going to get cleaned up. Uh, yep. And it's going to be put on rad for sale. Uh, and someone's going to get over 10 for it. Mark my freaking words. Look at that. The right. seat, those seats are just hideous, but they're not. Look, I mean, there's no tears. Uh, yeah. That's a big deal. I mean, this car, it, it's it's not rough. It's just straight up dirty. Uh, and it needs someone to really go through it and do a detail uh, and clean up the wheels. And it's a little touch up paint here and there. But the body I, panels are all straight. There's no big dents. I mean, peel, it I looks like it has some bumper stickers. It just needs to get some goo gone. You're good to go. I think when this guy gets his car and it rolls off the truck, he's going to look at it really close and be like, what have I done? I think he's going to have buyer's remorse. But oh, that's just man. me. <laughs> he's going to be making the money, and he's going to have oh, the coolest Adidas tracksuit with a big old clock <laughs> uh, yeah. at uh, the next Radwood coming up flame in flame. Uh, July. All right, what else would we talk about? Bring a Trailer had a rocking little 1975-911 Carrera Targa, which mm. was the real deal Carrera Targa, uh, with a 2.7 uh, blue interior on this silver car. And, you know, I mean, it had some miles on it, so it was true mileage unknown. But look at that. It's got the script. It's got the staggered Fuchs. It's got the turbo Carrera wing. And uh, and the interior was all there. Car was a little dirty. It wasn't the greatest condition. But, but you know, by all accounts, this would be a great driver with a nice patina. So I said 40. You took the over at 43. And lo and behold, this car sold for 48. Uh, so again, um, you were on the right side of the law there. From a relative point of view, this Carrera is more well let's put it the other the del sol is in better condition than this carrera uh, <laughs> this has more dings the paint is faded it actually has scratches yeah. the dash is crap i mean look at got, that look at that wig jp ben yeah. the professor would love that car swirly melange <laughs> yes yeah um, yeah, now I love patina and roughness and all that kind of stuff, and I think that makes sense for a 911. But uh, to say the Del Sol was rough and to say that, hey, this is a great car, it's so funny because, um, <laughs> you know, this one is not nearly as good condition as the Del Slow. I mean, look, the Jake seams are ripped on the seats on this thing. It's perfect. <laughs> Which is fantastic. JP, you just don't want that in JP, a Del Slow. It's JP, it's like when you get two different people that saw the same traffic accident and the police interview them and they both account totally different things. You know what I mean? Yeah. One's right that's, and one's wrong. You know? That's true. right. <laughs> so uh, also on Bring a Trailer, we looked at a 1993 Toyota MR2 Turbo with very yeah. low miles. Uh, this one was a manual. It had a limited slip differential and it looked to be extremely clean. Uh, and I was... Uh, 
I was pretty bullish on this car. So I said 29,000. You took the under at 28,000. And this car sold for $32,000, breaking the 30 grand mark that you didn't think it would. Uh, So I was happy that that car made the money. Congratulations to everybody involved on that one. I think that's a, I still think that's a value at 32. If these start to move in the right direction, that example is the one you want to have because it's so clean. It's got the right equipment. And there you go. Yeah, no, I, uh, just months ago, we were talking about these and how they weren't getting anywhere. They, they weren't even breaking 20. And now this one's breaking 30. Uh, that's yeah. pretty incredible. I mean, yeah, I mean, it is the right time of year. We did. It's we clean. were talking it, convertibles yesterday and this, yeah. the birds were chirping. So, uh, low, yeah, low, mi- low miles, super clean. And it had the right equipment. I think that if that if there really is a, um, a premium for that limited slip differential, that's the one you want. T-tops and an LSD, man, you are rocking. Well, think of it this way, too. I mean, you know, back – I'm old enough to remember, uh, what, six months ago when you could get a 911 SC <laughs> for 30-something thousand dollars, right? That was the mm-hmm. thing. All right, I'm $30,000 is going to get my entry into car enthusiast world. Uh, what am I going right. to start with? I'm going to say an SC is probably the way to go, right? Well, yeah. yeah. That ship sailed, man. You ain't getting an SC for $30,000. So now everyone's scratching their head, looking around going, all right, what do I get now? Uh, People are going to be, there are going to be fewer new Porsche enthusiasts because they've gotten so expensive. And that's an opportunity for folks wanting uh, to sell their other cool cars. And frankly, I mean, let's be real. This car is better than an SC in, uh, by the numbers, this car is so much better than an SC. Um, Yeah. This car will go and stop and turn better than an SC. Yes. Yeah, it is a far superior machine in almost every way. Um, and I'm not necessarily saying, hey, I'd rather have a uh, an MR2 over a Porsche 911 SC. Uh, but for thirty thousand uh, bucks, you can't have an SC anymore. So, or at least not yeah. a nice one. So here it is. I think this is a, a great alternative. And whoever got this car, it, hopefully they get out, drive it, enjoy it, and we see this car on the road. There you go. All right, JP, the last lot of the day was arguably the most interesting. This was the 1993 Jaguar XJRS mm. with the six-liter Tom Walkinshaw motor. Uh, really rare car, numbered edition, you know, one of 50 cabs, one of 100 in the U.S., and one of four or 500 worldwide. Uh, this thing's got some power. It's got some really neat details, but it's still a Jaguar. And would you really want to own it or depend on your life to get that across the desert and make it safely out of the heat i do not i oh man that that car scares me i want to drive it i don't want to own it uh anyway i was really excited about this car i said thirty nine thousand dollars you took the over at 40 and you put yourself on the right side because this car brought a whopping forty six thousand four hundred and one dollars all five of our lots sold yesterday you got three wins to my two and that was yesterday's convertible uh, open, I don't know. We'll have to come up with the name for an all convertible day again in the future. That was a drop top Tuesday. Today's Wednesday, right? Yeah, sure. Drop, yeah, drop yeah. top Tuesday. There it is. That's drop top Tuesday. It. There you go. We need Marketing a stinger genius. for that. Yes. Uh, boy. I, you know, it was, it was, it was my day is what it was. It's like Christmas. I love cars that don't have a roof. Uh, and yeah. so I, to see all those different types of, uh, drop tops. I mean, there was really one for every budget. Uh, and that's, what's kind of cool is that if you're an enthusiast, it doesn't matter, uh, if you have just a little bit of money or if you have all the money in the world, there's something, uh, there's all kinds of options for everyone in every range. And, you know, I just love that all five of those cars are cars that, uh, could you know i mean really none of them were too crazy that uh the jag uh, you know i mean that's almost fifty thousand bucks but really i mean how much is a brand new fully equipped honda civic 
uh, you know, it, or a CRV, right? I mean, we're talking <laughs> totally. these cars are really out of the range for someone to get into and, and just kind of like open up a whole new world of car enthusiasm. That's what we love about the cars on all of these auction sites. And that's why you I come here to nerd yeah. out daily on the most interesting cars of the day and cars of Bids and Brigham trailer. Um, yeah, the, the interesting results to me, JP, was that super faded mid-year Targa, Carrera Targa, bringing almost 50 grand. I mean, that's a, that's a strong number. Yeah, you know, but you pointed out correctly uh, where I was like completely off my rocker, uh, you know, not realizing that that was, I mean, most mid-year Real cars, career. when I see a 75, my brain automatically goes to mid-year, which is the narrow body, which I don't right. have, which I don't dislike. I really like yeah. mid-years, but they typically don't bring the same money as the other ones. Um, so the fact that that was an actual career with the wing uh, and the flares and the, and the decals, uh, you know, that, that number does not seem crazy to me at all. I mean, the fact yeah. that seems like right on right in line, if it were a regular, regular narrow body, um, I think it would have been, it would have struggled to bring much more than 40 if it were just a regular mid-year. Um, but uh, even those are coming up too. So, I mean, some they of are. the nicest nine elevens that I know of, I mean, our friend Dwayne Wicks, his 75 is just, freaking oh, awesome i think that car is awesome that car you really know? is awesome Beautiful and the, car. the thing i like some people are doing uh you know ryan has my old sc uh that was a what was it 79 yep. sc um yeah. so Which it also does have blue seats right uh it did well the whole interior was yeah. blue but uh you yeah. know he that one does have the flares but interestingly he removed the rockers off the side so it uh -huh. kind of exposes the oil line down the side yep. which gives yep. it that narrow body look and it's just a much more hot rod look and i never would have done that to that car when I owned it, uh, and now that I see it having been done, uh, I want another SC in order so I can do that because I think it looks That's freaking yeah. great. Um, so, anyways, um, yeah, uh, 911s, uh, boy, if you want an inexpensive one, good freaking luck. All right, what do we got today? Well, we got some really cool cars, JP. What are we going to do? What do we want to start with? Did we pick a star car? You know, uh, the big kinda... car of the day, of course, is the NSX. I oh, mean, how is that not snap. always the big star? Come on. All right. Well, this one is amazing. JP, if, uh, I don't know, if I had my Mr. Miyagi moment and I get to pick one car from the lot, this would probably be my favorite, uh, one of my favorite Japanese cars of all time. This is the 1999 Acura NSX Alex Zanardi Edition. Uh, they made 51 of these things, and this one has got a plaque that denotes it as number six uh, with just 19,000 miles and offered to us out of Miami, Florida. Uh, this is a really, really special edition of the NSX. So a couple things. Alex Zanardi was an IndyCar driver for Honda in the 90s, um, and he was a spectacular driver and won the championship for them. Uh, so to commemorate his championship – Acura decided to do a special edition of the car with his name on it. And so all 51 of these cars came with special features such as the formula red paint, the sort of uh, titanium colored uh, BBS light alloy wheels. And then the suspension setup is equivalent to the NSX S that was offered only in the Japanese domestic market. So you've got a little bit firmer dampers, there's no Targa roof here. It's a fixed roof, so you lower the center of gravity. Uh, slightly larger uh, anti-roll bars. And then some other cool features like an Alcantara interior and red piping on like the floor mats and things like that. Um, these cars moved to a six-speed manual transmission in 1996. So the 99 is like the third year of that. It's a 3.2-liter V6 that makes about 290 horsepower and about 225 pound-foot of torque. But 
while none of that sounds like it's spectacular, these cars wind up being greater than the sum of their parts. And this car is lighter. It's more responsive. It's a little bit firmer. Uh, and these things, if you're a driver, this is absolutely the one for you. The fact that they only made 50 of them and they numbered them, these cars have long um, commanded a premium in the secondary market since they were all sold. And our car is no joke. It's sitting at $130,000 with about an hour and 15 minutes to go. Um, there is an accident on the Carfax. It had a collision in the front end with another motor vehicle. And I believe that is holding this car back. JP, a 19,000 mile example in excellent original condition, in my opinion, would be somewhere between a $200,000 and $250,000 car. This car sitting at 130 with just 19,000 miles. And the only thing I can find to like the only fly in the ointment is this blemish on the, on the Carfax. When you consider how rare this car is, and if you take it to the right body shop and this thing, the frame is straight, I don't think that should hold it back. It's just too rare a car. There's only 50 of them in the United States. Uh, and yet here, I believe this car is going to transact for well under $200,000. And I would say this will probably be the last low mile transaction for an Alex Zanardi NSX because these cars are moving up. The last two that I've seen have both brought well over 200 grand. Uh, and I don't think this one's going to come anywhere close. I was thinking it might see $170,000 to $190,000. And now I'm not so sure because the, reading the tea leaves, either this car is going to have a really strong finish uh, or people are going to pass on it because of this uh, Carfax thing, which you and I have debated back and forth how ridiculous and absurd it is. You know, modern technology with, with body shops means we can put the car back to perfect again, uh, yet collectors still shy away from cars that have blemishes and think that somehow they're less than. And they're really not. They just become greater values. I agree with you. So anyway, here you go. What do you think? I love that there's cassette tapes on the passenger seat. Uh, by That's 99, awesome. pretty much everyone's had uh, CDs by then, but this one still has yeah. a cassette player. Did the uh, What year did they go to a fixed headlight? This has the flip-up headlight still. Uh, did did oh, they go back two. to that? Okay, so it was still uh, in 99. They still had the flip-ups. Um, yep. Which is definitely yes. the better look of uh, when it comes to this car. I mean, this is definitely the raddest car uh, that isn't on rad for sale. I would like to have seen this car over there, even though the reality is this car, I think, is going. I mean, you've got an hour, uh, a little more than an hour to go, and it's got a $130,000 bid. Um, I'm with you that these should be worth a lot more. I don't think. I just don't think minor accidents make a damn bit of difference anymore. Um, we see time and time again uh, cars doubling in um, in their bids in the last hour or less on cars and bids. And I think this is a car that – or not cars and bids. I'm sorry, bring a trailer. And this right. certainly um, looks to be – it's going to be the same thing. This car is going to just – you're going to get to the end of this auction. We're going to get really close to the end, and it's just going to rocket ship. Uh, it's going to go up as fast as this car does uh, – zero to 60 it's just gonna it's gonna soar um yeah so I, where do you think it's gonna land jp i think this car is gonna land at one hundred seventy-five thousand dollars, and i would argue that if it didn't have the blemish on the carfax this would mm -hmm. be somewhere between a 220 and two hundred fifty thousand dollar car so if it breaks 200 i'd say your statement that it doesn't matter anymore is mm -hmm. correct but if this mm -hmm. car lands comfortably under 200 grand i'd say the the accident held it back and then right. it's just the way it is. But that's that's my feeling. Well, I believe this car my number is 201, okay, 201 because it's going to break that's the 200. Great. I don't think the uh, I don't think the accident happens. All right. OK, or, I, rather, I just don't think the accident matters anymore. I just the yeah. way things have been so I, wonky. I mean, this is number I hope six, you're right. right? 
Yeah, it's absolutely. And it, it's really amazing. They made 51 of them, and the, either the 51st or the first car was given to Zanardi, and then they made 50 more of them. So anyway, neat story. Zanardi uh, famously had an accident after this car came out where he lost both of his legs. Oh, my gosh. In, in an Indy car. Uh, and then he went on to um, drive in, like, touring cars in Europe again um, with, a, like, grips on the steering wheel for him to shift and accelerate. Uh, and then he went all, also to compete in wheelchair games where, uh, you know, he was just an incredible athlete. So Zanardi's been an inspiration story for many, many people. And it's hard to talk about this car and not talk about um, his achievement in the sports world and all the people that he's touched and inspired with his story and journey. He has faced unbelievable obstacles and overcome them time and time again. And I think he's had yet another accident and might also be in some, I don't know what the latest is, but I think he had a second accident in a race car. So anyways, we'll see. I hope he's well, but he's a neat guy uh, and a special car. So anyway, moving on, JP. Let's go over to Hemmings and see what they've got for us. Uh, We're looking at a 1992 Mitsubishi Eclipse GS Turbo with just 11,000 miles. This is a completely original one-owner example that's offered to us out of Wadsworth, Ohio. Um, these cars were neat. This was at the time when uh, Mitsubishi and Chrysler had a partnership, I think. Um, so we had an Eagle Talon that looked just like this car. These were front-wheel drive, turbocharged Japanese sport coupes that uh, you know came in at an economic price. If you couldn't afford the insurance on a Mustang or something like that, this might be the next best performance alternative for a younger buyer, I would say. Uh, it just never see them this clean. I mean, talk about rad. This would be unbelievable to go to Radwood and lift up the hood because you, the engine is so clean, JP. It looks like it's on the lot as a new car. Um, anyways, 200 horsepower, almost 200 pound foot of torque. It definitely has enough scoot to get out of its own weight, but it's not a, it's not a pure sports car. It's just a sporty car, if that makes any sense to you. Um, I don't know. I, I never really wanted one, but they're neat. I'm glad that they made them. And uh, we definitely saw them on the road back in the, uh, you know, when I was in college and that kind of thing. Our car has about five hours left. It's sitting at $12,750. It's just neat to see one that's like, you know, they were kind of popular and you saw them everywhere, but nobody thought to put one away. This one just looks like it was, you know, hermetically sealed uh, and has been brought out of cryogenic freezing. And now uh, it's hmm. being offered again. So second chance is on the line here. What do you think? Does this car bring its original MSRP? Hermetically sealed. I, I seal in a block of ice right next to uh, Stallone in what was that? Not Time Cop, but uh, Demolition Man. Him yeah, and yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, boy. The, I mean, you've got the <laughs> the Sting CD rocking in this thing, and uh, oh my I don't God, know. Yeah, so they were they were incredibly popular. They were everywhere because uh, yeah, you're right. Lots of young people got these because they uh, it was an inexpensive sports car. It just really wasn't a very good sports car. Is the problem Mitsubishi? Right. You know the. Mitsubishi kind of lived off of, oh, well, we're Japanese, so we're quality like Hondas and Toyotas, right? But they really weren't. Um, their association with Dodge did not help them. Um, my first car, um, after my Fiat blew up, I had a Dodge Colt uh, that was basically built by Mitsubishi, and it was a 78. Um, and that was a fun car, but... Uh, yeah, I mean, Mitsubishi just does not make a great product. Um, I haven't seen, yeah, usually, what was it? What was the one? There was the all-wheel drive one, the Eagle Talon TSI. Yep, that that's it. Was the, that was the one that everybody wanted because it was like, oh, all-wheel drive was a big thing back then, and Audi was right. really into their all-wheel drive, so everybody had to have this all-wheel drive thing, and that's the problem with these cars. If they weren't the all-wheel drive, they were front-wheel drive, and that's 
that reef. Yeah. Right? So, yeah. So imagine this. There's this IMSA sports car race on the streets of Miami. And uh, you've got like four different categories of classes, you know, of, of cars on the road. And the very lowest spec was like a very street-based car. And some guy had an Eagle Talon TSI all-wheel drive race car in the lowest category. And it is pouring rain at the start of the race. And this little car scoots out to half a lap lead because all these other monster sports cars mm-hmm. can't handle the wet conditions. And mm-hmm. there's walls on both sides of you. And this little guy's out there in his Mitsubishi or whatever it is Eclipse. And he's just leaving the field because he's got all-wheel drive in this light little, you know, econo box. It was absolutely yeah. hilarious. Uh, then the track dried out these guys went flying past him i mean it was really funny but uh, i'll i'll remember that vividly it was really interesting i i remember specifically you know people having these and my buddy had a, a 16 valve scirocco and i just had a regular yeah. eight valve scirocco that was built um and so him and i would go out and I, our horsepower was nowhere near what this thing was putting out with its little turbo uh but or is this one a turbo was this yeah yeah so yeah. you know i mean it's probably putting another 50 horsepower over the scirocco but you know, the Scirocco was just so much better a car. If Absolutely, you're going to do a front-wheel yeah. drive sports car, uh, you yeah. definitely wanted to be in the Volkswagen, not this pile of crap. Um, right. Where's it going to land? Hemmings, is this really the right place for it? This is Hemmings auto auction platform. So. We're still no. not fans of it because it's just, Who wants it's hard to navigate here. And do, do you Can you quantify how small an audience would actually pay more than ten grand for this car? Like, I mean... Mm. Who would want this thing? Nobody. Like, even if you own this exact same car in high school, would you pay 20 grand for it today? I, it just doesn't make sense. The original MSRP on this car was about seventeen, eighteen thousand dollars 18000 Our car's sitting at 12750 on just 14 bids with five hours to go. I I don't think it's going to bring MSRP, JP. So I'm going to say sixteen grand takes it home today. Yeah, I think that's a, I mean, it's an interesting take when you say, all right, you're in high school, you wanted one of these, you couldn't get one, now you're old enough, uh, do you go ahead and spend the money? I, you know, I think that's what drives all this stuff. And right? the yeah. question is whether or not that person is here. I think the person that's on Hemmings, they're looking for cars that they wanted when they were in high school. So you're looking at like, you know, fifties or sixties Mustangs and stuff like that. You're not looking at nineties cars. Nobody that was in high school uh, in their nineties is hanging out on Hemmings. This is for old people. I mean, it really is. uh, You know, this is, if you are the type of person that goes to a car show with a lawn chair, uh, Hemmings is for you. (laughs) Right. Exactly. That is the qualifier. That is absolutely the qualifier. And JP, I just want to like, if this changes your opinion, I'm arguing that if you're a kid that grew up in a suburban neighborhood when you had a white picket fence and your parents had some money and mm-hmm. they bought you this car to go to high school and college and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and then you, you know, you put 60,000 miles on, you dented it and, and you lost your virginity or whatever and mm-hmm. you sold that car and now you're in your 40s or 50s. Would you go out and buy this car again because it was your car from high school? Would you buy it a second time at full sticker? And that's essentially what the, this equation is going to boil down yeah, to. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and, I would spend yeah. 20 grand on the right Scirocco. Absolutely. I yeah. mean, and they're not worth that. Scirocco's are worth $10,000 still. They're just not coming up. Yeah. But if they did all of a sudden and the right one came along, I, I, I mean, hell, I'll be honest with you. I'm looking right now at a Fiat 850 Sport Spider right here in Las Vegas <laughs> that popped up. Uh, and that is a pile of crap. I mean, fifty spiders are garbage. So good. But one that runs and drives popped up on you know Craigslist here in town. I know someone's going to go scoop it now. Uh, yeah. But uh, you, you know, yeah, I want that car. It was hor- gotta, it was hell bring, when I had it. 
you got to bring that car to Rafi, give him a blank check, and he will hand you back a very cool car. A car How the hell would drive. I get that thing to Rafi's? I, I would have to, like, <laughs> there's no way it makes it there or back. Um, yeah, you, no, you can it, tow it behind my new Cayenne that you're going to sell. Very me, nice. So. I, you wouldn't have to tow it. You can just put it in the back. Just fold the seats down. Those cars are so yeah, damn small. Just, just got to get Rochelle to help you lift it into the back. Yeah. That's right. Where is this uh, 16 grand. Gonna I'm going to say 16 grand that it doesn't quite mate original sticker of like 17, 18,000. And where's it at so, now? Uh, 12, seven, five uh, hours to go. I'm going 14. I don't think, it gets, I don't think yeah. it gets any more. I think that's it. I think whatever right. it's at right now. Okay. JP, we are going to look at, I think arguably the rarest Porsche we've ever covered on bid nerds. Mm. Feast your eyes on this thing. Peak car market found a car in Colorado. What if you're in Colorado and you have a rare Porsche? Why are you calling P Car Market? My God, get, just get in line and put this car on Bring a Trailer. Fool, you are going to leave fifty thousand dollars or more on the table here. This is a 1977 Porsche 911 Carrera three liter Targa Turbo Look. Yep, I said it. Turbo Look. Uh, believe it or not, they quantified this package prior to 1984 when it was denoted as the M491 package. In 1977, it was option code number 451, Turbo Look Styling Package. And so I, I, I'm telling you, JP, bring me any red book that's been written on Porsche, and this car isn't even in it. That's how rare it is. Wow. Um, uh, this thing is absolutely amazing. This car actually, if it's the same car, and I have to believe it is, this car transacted on like RM Sotheby's about four years ago. Um, and I, when I was at Godden, I remember seeing this. I don't remember what it went for. I didn't really have time to look it up before we went on air today. But what you're looking at is a 30,000 kilometer example uh, that would have been made for a different market than the U.S. Um, we never had the three-liter Carreras brought to the United States, as far as I know. Um, so picture this. Uh, 1974, 1975, 1976, we had the Euro Carrera, which had the MFI 2.7 motor out of the 73 RS. In the U.S., we had a 2.7-liter Carrera. Okay. After that, in 76 and 77, they offered a upgrade from that original motor and that's the three liter and even though it didn't make 210 horsepower it only made 200 it had more torque and was actually a better a more peppy motor the same way you and i like mid-years this this motor was actually a superior driving motor than the 2.7 you know euro career which which that motor is considered you know ungodly with the mfi fuel injection this three liter is essentially the turbo carrera block without the turbo uh, and so these cars sold as an alternative with more torque, and they sold for one year longer on the European continent. So they came in both Coupe and Targa. And then this example is this rare package 451, which means it's a wide-body Targa 3-liter Carrera. So it's a super rare car, and it's in original, incredible condition. Feast your eyes on not only the wide body, it's got the Turbo Carrera wing, uh, it's got the decal package on the rockers, it's got the 911 tick sticker package on the hood, and it's even got the striped corduroy seat inserts. I absolutely love this car. I didn't know it was my dream Porsche, but my God, JP, could you think of a cooler air-cooled than this thing? I think this is the hottest G-body they've ever made, uh, and it was never sold in the United States, but here's your opportunity to buy one now. So with under three hours to go, our car is sitting at $140,000 on just six bids. 
which kind of is evident to my opinion that this car is on the wrong platform. Now, I do believe this car is going to bring close to $200,000 here today, but the same argument with the Zanardi. If this car does not break $200,000, I would say that it's platform and that if it were on Bring a Trailer or if it went back to RM Sotheby's, this would be a quarter of a million dollar Porsche uh, because it, I'm guessing it's one of a handful of it made if even that many. I mean, it, 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 this is just so rare. It's unbelievable. It's a pure unobtainium, and I love it. So, JP, what do you think? Yeah, this is awesome. Uh, you know I love a Targa, a wide-body Targa. Holy <laughs> free holies. Yeah, uh, do yeah. I want this car? Uh, not going to buy it. That is way out of my price range. Um, I How the heck did P-Car Market con this guy into selling their, his car right? there? How did that happen? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. That is just bonkers that they would choose this platform over uh, BAT. I mean, look, you know, we give we give uh, PCAR Market a hard time uh, quite a bit for, and I think good reason. Um, but it's not; it may not be as bad as we knock it. Uh, but this car, man, I mean, you're literally talking uh, whatever this thing sells for here. You could probably add a, a 911 SC to the price, um, and right. you, you know, to, it's someone's going to get a bargain. I'll, I'll say that if anyone's paying attention to the market, and going, oh crap, look at this car that popped up on PCAR. That's that is somebody going. All right, there's an opportunity. Buy it here and then put it on BAT in a month. Well, that and then that that butts us right up against the next argument for not going on P car market, JP, yeah. and that is where like wherever we think it's going to uh, bid to, mm-hmm. is that going to meet this consigner's reserve? Because yeah. P car market will let them dictate it. I also want to add that this car, because it was in Europe and now it spent time in the United States, has not one but two COAs. So it has an early German written COA. Uh, confirming and validating all the parts on the car. Uh, and then we have uh, later, it has a certificate of authenticity that was done, uh, obviously, uh, through the United States, and it's written in English. Uh, so there are two COAs um, verifying all of the parts and packages on this example. Uh, and I just think it's amazing. Where's it going to land? All right, JP. I think this car will make it to $190,000. I don't think it'll sell there. It might. But I don't think it will because I think this car should be a $250,000 car, maybe even more. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me if this car went for two eighty dollars or three hundred. dollars uh, But I think two forty dollars to two fifty dollars is what this car is worth. I don't think it'll achieve it here, and I, I don't even think it'll sell. But my guess, moving it to you, is $190,000. So where are you at, Polnick? $185,000 fails to sell. There you go. Yep. Oh, man. Is that the raddest g-bodied you've ever seen or what it really is is that stickers are silly but i love stripe on the nose is that from this particular car i mean i've seen that treatment before where did that first originate uh our friends uh at uh 3pp did a knockoff of this on one of the t-shirts that they did they did the same design but 3pp instead of 911 i'm waiting for uh our friends at carbone in poland to make a, a replica of that decal so you could adorn that to any g body and go right. for that look it's very 70s i don't think they had that in the 80s yeah. but i thought the seats were very 80s i didn't realize those seats were available in the 70s so i don't know like i said really neat car the only thing missing on that car is uh air conditioning yeah and, i had an know, 81 sc that had those same seats and they were just they were so red so red. oh my god they're beautiful all spectacular right. car all right now something binders can afford also on peak car market <laughs> we found out of uh Broward County, Florida is a 30,000 mile 1985 and a half Porsche 944 with a five speed manual. This Wait, is a triple hold black. on. Did you call it Broward? 
Did I say it wrong? Well, I, I, it's probably Broward, but Broward, I, well, I don't know. Um, that's just so Broward? awesome for Florida, for Florida, bro. Broward. I mean, Broward. I, I, yeah. every county in Florida should be Broward. Broward. Every bro, county in Florida I got a Porsche, Broward. bro. <laughs> yeah, you can get Porsche. this sweet black Porsche. Uh, sorry, I just oh. had to jump in there. Freaking Florida. Uh, cars from Florida always do horribly, and you don't want one from there. Tell us about this car. Sorry, I just jumped right in. I just yeah. hate Florida. A man from, a man from Broward County, Florida, <laughs> is selling a 1985 and a half Porsche 944 five-speed. Uh, this coupe has just 30,400 original miles. It's triple black. And judging by the images, looks to be in spectacular clean condition. Um, I, you know, there's not a lot to report here. It's just that this car exists and that it's out there and that it's available. Um, if I'm correct, and JP, I'll ask you to correct me if I'm wrong. 85 and a half denotes that they got the updated dash and center console. And that if this were an early 85 or an 84, it would have the earlier edition that had like a little piece of carpet around the gear shifts around. Is that, is that the that main is difference? Yeah. This okay, has the cool. updated interior. Correct. Updated interior. But the, otherwise the motors are still basically the same, right? This is a yeah. two and a half liter, 160 horsepower version of the Porsche's inline four. Um, it's not powerful, but the balance is incredible. These cars handle really well and they still turn heads. I am uh, jonesing for a transaxle car, uh, and this one would be right in my wheelhouse. Uh, although I have to admit, it has the Polnick package because it's black on black on black. It's stick, and it's got Fuchs. So while I Hell would love yeah. this car, I would let you have it first because it, this is so you. Uh, anyway, JP, I, I don't think we've seen a cleaner 944, early 944, than this one. Uh, it surprises me that it's in Florida because it looks so nice. What, what's your take? Yeah, I'm with you. This is the second ad that's had uh, cassette tapes in it, which uh, I'm really liking that theme. Uh, black on black. Being in Florida, as much as I absolutely can't stand Florida, this car is amazing. Usually cars right? from Florida, uh, you start to look at the close-up pictures, and this is where you would see, see the uh, vinyl or leather peeling up in the corners. This is where you would see, you know, just like weird wrinkles from years and years of moisture and, you know, heat and humidity just destroying uh, the materials. And whereas this one looks like it was not only kept well, it looks like it was kept in a garage with AC or something like that. I mean, this Man. car looks like it could have came out of California or something. I mean, it looks perfect uh, for it an 85 really does. 44. It looks new. I mean, it looks, yeah. it looks like a new car. It's really nice. Uh, and that's part of the reason why I thought it would be worth taking a peek at. JP, our car has had 11 bids on it, and it's sitting at a respectable 14500 and it still has two and a half hours to go. Lame uh, question. Yeah. Uh, lame question is, uh, has it had... Uh, the timing belt, water pump, and clutch done. Oh, yes. good question. Um, uh, yeah, limited slip differential, sport shocks and stabilizers, uh, blah, 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 radio. I don't know, JP. It, I didn't Well, the, the reason thing. why I asked that is because, you know, that, I mean, like in a car like this, that's probably not going to break 20, or if it does, it's going to be somewhere in that neighborhood. Um, you want to go and, like, being, well, go ahead, what? 2017. 
Everything was done in 2017. Okay, so good. water pump, timing belt, ignition, coolant, reservoir, transaxle fluid, the whole thing. It's all done. Those things have to be done. This is a zero clearance engine. If you you know break the timing belt, you're screwing everything up. And uh, the water yeah. pumps tend to go on these. Uh, so you know, but with that, we're not talking about horribly expensive stuff to deal with. It's not like a, a Ferrari service where oh my gosh, it's going to be ten thousand dollars. The only reason I bring it up is because uh, this is a car you want to go and get and drive home. I mean, Florida is yeah. a long way away from anyone uh, else, uh, and so this is going to be a long drive, and you don't want to be stuck in the middle of the Florida panhandle with a broken you know uh, water pump or something like that uh you want to get in this car and just have a great drive back to california up the coast or wherever the heck you're going uh and this is this would be just an awesome car to eat up some miles and do a tour in uh, a black on black 944 and, 85 and, listen, and a half freaking listen to your car. favorite listen to your favorite mixtapes yeah bring your uh bring your warrant and white snake and uh <laughs> you know uh maybe some pink floyd for when the sunset yes. is happening i yes. mean this yes. is uh yeah i'm digging I'm, this car I'm put some miles picking, on it people i'm picking up what you're dropping jp uh that being said jp do you think this car is gonna break 20 grand because i don't i'm yeah. gonna say nineteen thousand dollars uh takes it home and it's worth every penny because it's probably one of the nicest ones we've seen and we've covered a few yeah where's it at now uh it's at fourteen thousand five hundred with two and a half hours yeah, I'd be surprised if it breaks 20. Um, we just haven't seen 944s do it, and we've seen some really nice ones. We we've seen turbos S. not not break 20. So yeah. uh, 14, where it's at now, is pretty 14, good. 14.5. Yeah, for a, for a Mark One. Well, actually, I guess it's a .2 944. Yeah. Mark, yeah, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't think it gets much higher. I'm going to go 18. I'll go under you. Uh, I'd like it should go for a lot more given the prices on every other Porsche out there. But um, unfortunately, 944s just aren't bringing it. So there might still be time to get in on the ground floor on a 944 right. before they become unobtainium. I think you could definitely get an S2 uh, in the $20,000 range is the thing. And here, yeah. there's the question. Would you rather have this uh, early, you know, dot, the the 85 and a half with the updated interior but still the old style bumper bumpers uh would you rather have this car or would you rather for about the same money uh get maybe a slightly higher mileage or even like 80 yeah. or ninety thousand mile s2, s2 that now has a yeah. 16 valve engine um a lot more power the updated you know nose and rear yeah. um I I would do that, but it would be going against my mechanic, Frank Collins, who swears mm. that the early cars are basically bulletproof and yeah. that the S2s, you're opening the potential can of worms because they're just a little bit more problematic and that they are more high maintenance and, yep. and more volatile. Uh, I, but I would always choose performance over not. And I, I yeah. love the idea that you could rev out that three liter. And I love the, the updated turbo front end. That I'm, I would easily make that decision. There was a time where I would have instantly said uh, agreed with you, but now I'm kind of leaning the other way. And honestly, wow, what I'm really oh. looking for and is an 85, not a 0.5, but like the earlier interior, the frankly uglier interior. Finding one of those in this kind of condition right. uh, would be so so rad. It's you know like epic. a red on black one would be the the Jake car from 16 Candles. Uh, That's right. Yeah, you yeah. know, I mean that would just be so much fun. And I thought I found one once, and I flew all the way to to uh, Dallas to get it. And when I showed up, it just wasn't as it. I mean, it just. I remember that story. Had, yeah, I, I think know. I've told yeah. that story on the show before, but uh, yeah. you gotta you gotta walk away sometimes. All right, so did we give our numbers on this car yet? 
Yeah, oh, you yeah, said we did. 18. Yeah, 18. Yeah. Okay, cool. Give me another one of those chicken shit bids. No, all right, uh, come on. We were almost through a show without an S bomb or an F bomb. We cannot get through a dang episode without swearing. What is it? We need money in one of those jars or something. We are never oh going to get a God. sponsor. We- it would be a Porsche fund for sure. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'd be All able right, to buy that 944 so, by now. And- so, JP, I offer you as an alternative to your $18,000 bid this 1993 Nissan 300ZX convertible mm. for your consideration. Offered on Doug DeBarrow's Cars and Bids website, this 25,000-mile example from Rutherford, New Jersey, looks to be in also very clean, very original shape. This is a no-reserve auction, and with 17 bids and about 15 minutes to close, our car's sitting at $14,500. So anyways, we got to zip through this one, or it's going to close while we're talking about it. But anyway, there you go, JP. Would you rather that 85 and a half at 18 grand or for basically similar money, get yourself a Japanese reliable convertible with a stick shift? Well, I mean, here it is, JP talking about convertibles, saying, would he rather have a convertible or a hardtop? Uh, yeah, yeah unequivocally, where your mouth is. rather have the hardtop 944 uh, because it says Porsche on it. And I, my, my first Porsche, actually, no, my first Porsche was a 914. It was black on black. My next Porsche was a 944, uh, not right. unlike this one. Uh, but yeah, I, the Z car is definitely got more power. It probably handles better. It does all the 225 horsepower, yeah. yeah it's, I mean, um, it's, a, it's a generation younger car. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but these are also equally cool, and they're finding their way in the secondary semi-collector market. Yeah. Uh, Cousin Billy had one of these, so I got to drive his car all the time, and I loved it. It was such a comfortable car to drive, and it handled really well. The convertibles on these, as much as I love convertibles, and you know, again, I agree all the time that the coupes typically look better, uh, but this, is, this most egregiously uh, proves that point because this one, when the top goes down, it has that stupid roll bar. Roll bar, uh, yeah. That doesn't collapse, you know, like on the, the three, was it the, the 500 SLs of the same saw, era yeah. had that roll bar, but the roll bar folded down. It was one of those that popped up in an emergency. Um, you know, this one is just in a fixed position. It kind of reminds you of the old Volkswagen Rabbit convertible or a Cabrio. Uh, with that stupid and it just ruins it a lot of car a lot of convertibles look really good with their tops down and terrible with the top up here's a picture where you can see the roll bar just kind of i mean it's functional it's good that it's there <laughs> it's certainly better than my 993 convertible that thing flipped over i'm so screwed um but this car yeah. just looks wonky you could tell that they did it because they didn't want to they didn't want to redesign the doors this has the you know oh the part God, that goes totally. up there. you know it's just like they just cheaped it's, out it's, it's the b pillar stays mm-hmm stationary you know like you can put the top yeah. down but, but we we have no solution for the b pillar we need it there it yeah. also also must offer a ton of structural rigidity mm-hmm. uh where they didn't want to go around and gusset and seam weld the rest of the chassis to make a, a you know a reliable convertible that doesn't shake they just left the b pillar in place all the way across the car i'm sure the same designers that came up with this also came up with the nissan juke so there you have it uh where's this thing gonna <laughs> land so JP, I, you know, last night I was a little hot on this car. I was thinking nineteen thousand, but now with fifteen minutes and fourteen five, I'm really starting to second guess. I just think these cars are moving in the right direction. I'm gonna leave my bid there at nineteen thousand and just let it ride. Seventeen. I don't think it goes anywhere. It's cars and bids, and it's almost over anyway. And we're not fair play. Fair yeah. play. Can't argue with you. I'd love to talk smack, but. 
You're probably right. So mm, anyway, well, that's a show, is. man. There we it is, it. guys. Wow, we, we made it. it. We were Woo-hoo. so close without swearing. Very end there. Uh, one of was <laughs> one of us was gonna do it. Uh, thanks for hanging out, you guys. This is uh, Bid Nerds, your daily nerd out on the most interesting cars of the day on Cars and Bids, Bring a Trailer, P Car Market, and all the other automotive enthusiast auction sites, including Rad for Sale. Um, yeah, guys, we're, let's get a guest in here. I think we have a guest on Friday, uh, so we'll have a third nerd. Finally, we haven't had one for a while. We've been kind of busy. Uh, make sure you check out Porsche Road Trip. That's my new TV show uh, that just dropped on Pluto TV. It's coming out live. It'll be what you have a TV show. I have a TV show, and it's going to be on prime time starting May 28th on the Chassis Network. But you can see the entire first season uh, on demand already right now. Just go on to Pluto TV if you've got the Pluto app on your smartphone. TV. Um, go on the on-demand section. There's a column on the left of all their categories, like you know, leisure or action or drama <laughs> or whatever. Scroll to the yeah. bottom of the bin. Go uh, to the very bottom where it says cars. It's right. Yeah. It's right below underwater basket weaving. Yeah. Yeah. So we were slightly more popular than fighting, and they don't. They're not talking about boxing. It's like it's like bum, bum fights, fights or something. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Um, <laughs> So go to the cars uh, category and you'll see my ugly mug uh, on the little thumbnail. Click on that and you can watch all eight episodes. Something to binge watch if you've watched everything else on Netflix and Amazon like we know you have. So there it is. Go check out Pluto TV and find uh, yeah. Porsche Road Trip. Just, just grab your remote and yell, get those nerds! And then Porsche Road Trip will show up. Yeah, that's not going to actually work. But if you do have a smart remote and say uh, Porsche Road Trip, it should find it. Uh, Try it my way first. Try it his way first and see what happens. (laughs) And report back to us in the comments below. Yeah, Um, yeah, what happens? Yeah, What did did your television select you when you said Yeah, what kind of weird goat porn did you come up with uh, when you you said that? bunch of words together (laughs) hit the subscribe like and most importantly notification button right now if you haven't already our show is live every monday through friday during about the nine o'clock hour uh pacific time if you don't watch us live our thumbnail doesn't populate on the channel uh for a few hours later the show is there so it's really important to have the notification button so you can find the most recent uh the freshest bid nerds available because you want fresh birds you don't (laughs) bid nerds you don't want stale old soggy bid nerds that's oh my god that just you know that would you don't want the bid nerds that smell like we're from florida okay there it is all our florida fans (laughs) yeah it's Um, like old gator meat any any Florida fans we had at the beginning of the show have uh, unsubscribed by now, I'm sure. Uh, guys, nobody I'm going to end Flo- the show. Nobody in, Flor- nobody in Florida can afford cable. <laughs> I'm going to take us out with a trailer for Porsche Road Trip, and I thank you guys very much. We will see you tomorrow. Thanks, Michael Deep. Hey, see you, JP. I love driving and BSing about classic Porsches. So how great would it be to take a killer road trip in an old 911 and visit a bunch of my best friends who love the same things? Oh, and while I'm on the trip, I thought I'd make a TV show about it. So let's drive the coolest cars on the best roads with the greatest people in America. I'm John Polnick, and you're coming with me on my Porsche road trip. I think it's just getting people into cars for the reason we like cars, which is actually like driving the cars. You're living with a Victoria's Secret model, <laughs> ever banger. Eh, saving it for the next guy. I take a microfiber and I just kind of wipe her down. But, uh, <laughs> Man, give me a 911 turbo cab. Because that big wide ass with that top down and that girl hair flying in the wind. Yes. You can't beat that. This is all your fault, John. I
ain't no collector. You drive them things and I might respect you.